Welcome to the Preservation Technology Podcast, the show that brings you the people and projects that are advancing the future of America's heritage. I'm Kevin Ammons with the National Park Service's National Center for Preservation Technology and Training. Today we join NCPTT's Mary Streeter as she speaks with Shonda Reedy. Reedy serves as Director of the Laboratory for Analysis of Cultural Materials and the Center for Historic Architecture and Design at the University of Delaware. Today we are talking to Chandra about the importance of thin section photography for conservation. Good afternoon, Chandra. We're coming today from the National Conservation Training Center. We would like to talk a little bit about the petrographic analysis course that just took place here. So tell me a little bit about your areas of research. Well, I do thin section photography of um, stone and ceramic materials, although lately I've been working mainly on projects with ceramic materials and working to modernize this technique by bringing in digital image analysis technologies. So I know you use thin section petrography to study ceramics. Can you tell us what thin section petrography is and how you use it? Okay, for thin section petrography you have to take a small solid sample from your material. Um, If you have a stone sculpture you might take a sample from the underside of the base where it's not visible and you would never sample a whole undamaged ceramic piece, but when you have sherds, which in archaeology we tend to have a lot of sherds, it's easy to take a sample as a small slice, and then you mount it in an epoxy resin on a glass slide and grind it down to exactly 30 microns thickness, where you can then use the optical properties visible in the minerals to identify the material that you have and to also look at different aspects of technology or deterioration. How difficult is it to learn this technique? It is a bit time-consuming because you have to learn to identify a variety of minerals and you have to be familiar with mineralogy. So I learned this at UCLA when I was a graduate student taking geology courses. Uh, I took a one-year sequence in uh, mineralogy and another in uh, different aspects of stone. But if you don't have a course like that available, you can learn on your own, especially if you're working with a a specific type of material. You can really study the uh, components of that material and become an expert in a, a particular material type. Now, I know you've received two grants from the National Center for Preservation Technology and Training. How have these grants helped you advance your work? Well, the first one was comparing different image analysis packages in in their application to cultural heritage issues. And that was very helpful for me because I spent a year studying how we can use image analysis and looking at different uh, types of packages and programs and software for image analysis and that helped me in developing that as a new research tool that I can use within section petrography. The second grant was for helping to complete my book on thin section petrography of stone and ceramic cultural materials. Very helpful in getting to that final completion stage for a book project that took about seven years from start to finish. (laughs) Well, I've seen your book, and it has beautiful images in it, and it's really a useful tool when you're using thin section petrography. Now, what are some of the most interesting observations that you have learned from looking at thin sections? What is perhaps maybe a favorite project you've worked on? 
Well, right now, I think the one I'm working on right now is one of my favorites. I'm working with the Ancient Ceramic Technology Lab in Beijing at the um, Forbidden City. Uh, we're collaborating on a project to look at the five great wares of the Song Dynasty. And Chinese ceramics is, are very, very interesting in general. And Song Dynasty period has some spectacularly interesting glaze technologies and ceramic production technologies. So I'm enjoying that project. Now, how do different professions use thin section tragraphy? For example, how does an archaeologist use the technique versus, say, somebody who's interested in historic architecture? Well, in historic architecture, uh, somebody may be interested in looking at building materials, uh, looking perhaps at deterioration, and assessing the results of various conservation treatments to help in selecting the best treatment. Whereas an archaeologist may be more interested in what the technology of a ceramic material can tell you about the people who made and used them or about the different um, social systems and um, trade and exchange networks. They may be interested with stone or ceramics in trying to identify provenance or a source of material. Okay, and how does uh, digital imaging analysis help you with petrography or make petrography easier today? Well, it gives you a mechanism for collecting quantitative data of a wide variety of types. You can look at the area percentage of different components and different shape characteristics and size characteristics. You can get in a fairly rapid manner of quantitative data that's statistically valid because you can look at hundreds and hundreds of grains instantaneously. It can also help you in getting better qualitative data because you can use the image analysis to enhance some of the visual aspects that are harder to see just um, through typical thin section photography methods. Well, I know we've just finished up a two-day workshop here where we had 10 participants. And at the end of that workshop, you asked participants what they learned or enjoyed most about the workshop. Now, I'll ask you, what did you enjoy most about the workshop? Well, seeing people who had never done any thin section photography before um, really get interested in it and to see, begin to see the um, potential of that technique in terms of the different types of research questions that you can address and understanding how you can get culturally relevant information if you ask the right research questions and go about it in the right way. I didn't know if people would actually be interested or if they would very soon find it very boring or too much information or um, not just not comprehensible. So it was good to see that um, coming in and without a, a much background, they're able to come away with a lot in just two days. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with us and for being an instructor at this workshop, and we look forward to working with you again. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's show. If you would like more information, check out our podcast show notes at www.nctt.nps.gov. Until next time, goodbye, everybody.